Our God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen, he doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with treats. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whisperers. to the world famous God Whispers. We're back. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. <laughs> and, and I'm no less than Bill Smurla. There it is. He who irritates people is back once again. Craig, it's so good to hear your voice. Can you believe that we're back at it again? <laughs> Can you believe this? Oh my goodness. I had given it up for dead. And the people have spoken. Episode 330, history is being made. I think it's only appropriate that we begin with a prayer and a hymn. Do you have a prayer for I us, do. Greg? Please bow your heads and close your eyes. You know what I want? I want you to do this grace good so that God will let us win tomorrow. Your tiny Jesus, your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Look, I like the baby version the best. Do you hear me? I win the races and I get the money. Ricky, finish the damn grace. I like to picture Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt because it says like, I want to be formal, but I'm here to party too. Because I like to party, so I like my Jesus to party. I like to picture Jesus as a ninja fighting off evil samurai. Yeah. I like to think of Jesus... Like with giant eagle's wings yeah. and singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner with like an angel band. And I'm in the front row and I'm hammered drunk. Hey, Cal, why don't you just shut up? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. Dear eight-pound, six-ounce, newborn infant Jesus, don't even know a word yet, just a little infant, so cuddly, mm. but still omnipotent. Mm. We just thank you for all the races I've won and the $21.2 million. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money <laughs> that I have accrued over this past season. Also, due to a binding endorsement contract that stipulates I mentioned Powerade at each grace, I just want to say that Powerade is delicious mm. and it, it cools you off on a hot summer day. And we look forward to Powerade's release of Mystic Mountain Blueberry. There you mm. go. Thank mm. you for all your power and your grace, dear baby God. Amen. 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 Let's dig in. That was a hell of a grace, man. You nailed that like a split hole. I appreciate that. I'm not going to lie to you. It felt good. <laughs> so we're back. We are back. In, in, in honor of, of the GW resurrection, uh, we have, we have uh, the famous uh, Chris Lemker at the Mighty Swirlitzer. Ah. <laughs>
change. Man, the Swirlitzer never sounded so good. I'm telling you, that's Chris Lemker at the mighty Swirlitzer. He has a whiz-bang of a job. He's risen Clementine. He calls that he's risen Clementine. It will be available on our GW Mayhem CD coming out soon. Yeah. How's that going? How's Uh, that coming along? Well, I got a slight technical problem. Uh, Namely, that my new... My new iMac doesn't have a burner on it. You know, they don't they don't put any kind of media uh, readers on these things anymore. Yeah, I got a little external guy for, yeah. for mine. Yeah, I need to get one yeah. of those uh, those those super drives or something. I think I got one I think floating it around. Set me church. back all of twenty bucks at uh, Micro Center or something. <sighs> anyway, cheap. wow, wow, what yeah. a, what a what a startup mm. here. You know, it's been a long time, and I think because of the. Um, the amount of time that's gone by, we probably should try to catch people up. Their news feeds have come alive again. You know, our RSS woke up. Uh, we're back on iTunes, and they're going. There's 329 episodes. Right. <laughs> you know what? Bill, before we do that, we need to extend a sincere thank you to oh, everyone right. Absolutely. Who, who made this possible. You know, we raised uh, what four thousand bucks in something like two weeks. We did. We did 4K in two weeks. That's fantastic. That 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 uh, you know it, they said it couldn't be. Well, I don't know who they were, but somebody said it. Couldn't I, be I done, was one of they. You yeah, you me. were. You said it couldn't be done. Yeah, and uh, but GW Nation came through in a huge way, and and I, I I'm a little behind in getting all the names of the people who contributed this mayhem up on the GW uh, site at GodWhispers.org. Uh, but if you go to the support page, you'll see our, our donors, our supporters, our sponsors, all those people who have uh, uh, thrown away their money so that we could be back on the air loud you know, and clear. Dozens and dozens of people who find disturbing and compelling delightful. <laughs> and, uh, Warped. Thank you. Thank Warped you all. people. Believers who want to drink. Drinkers who want to believe. Helping believers drink. And drinkers believe. Very good. That's Jason Kaspar, composer, Jason Kaspar and his vocalist. Magical recordings. Yeah, and, yes. and, and his barbershop quartet of one. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> and a multi-tracker. Well, you know, so, you, uh, you know what scary Craig is? He does that without multi-tracking. I don't know how he does that, but but it's it's really it's it's a spiritual gift. You know, one of the things that that caused us to talk about coming back 
even though we don't we don't have that face to face vibe that we had originally, was that uh, the the number of people who just kind of came and said, you know, we really like the show. It was entertaining, but but here's the thing: is, is that you were instrumental to us getting back into church, or you're instrumental yeah, to us yeah. finding Lutheranism in this kind of morass of religion. That kind of I, I didn't expect that actually, and it was this was coming to me. I I had some guy coming wanted to have lunch with me, and he was talking all about what our show meant to him, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind like you've got to be kidding, be, because you know, I just. I just got an email from someone saying, hey, I'm going to be in town. The The only problem was it got stuck in a filter, and it was from the 19th, and it was for today. And oh. <laughs> that happens, but... Yeah. So it, the show is really just... It, it, it arose out of need, right? So GW what I call 1.0, our original flavor, the uh, the show as we originally conceived it, was was really um, created to create some satellite shows for um, Todd and Jeff at Issues Etc. who'd gotten fired from the Senate. They were homeless. So Chris Roseboro decided to uh, start Pirate Christian Radio and yeah. he asked me to help him out with that. And so I was just trying to cobble together programming for, for Pirate Christian Radio. Well, you were like the program director working for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, just well, labor of love. And then you wrote me into it, and I, I really had no concept of what podcasting was about. Podcasting was young back then. Uh, it was it, pretty young, actually. It was really, we, yeah, we're kind of... Ago. We're we're kind of like the 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 I can't believe it's been ten years. I look, our first episode is is dated July two thousand eight. Isn't that crazy? Ten years, but yeah. it, it, this was uncharted waters back then. We we were like the frontiersmen in the western expansion of the U.S. I think we're we're pioneers, you and I. And well, you yeah, know, I I know I am. Well, so, uh, and and so I you are. So we, we created a show kind of based on, loosely, on car talk. In fact, we originally wanted to call it God Talk, but couldn't get it. That, that, that was taken. We were familiar with the dog whispers, and we thought, hmm, dog, God, just reverse the letters. <laughs> and, and it worked. And Actually, I was talking to you about it, and we, we were trying to figure it out. And, and this is, I remember verbatim what you said. You are a sad, strange little man. Have my pity. Actually, that was not what you said. You said this. My mind is a raging torrent flooded with rivulets of thought cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. That's what you said. The, the, I, I think the show actually started at a bar during a Pacific Southwest District Pastors Conference where you and I were at a table. You remember this incident? Uh, you and I were at a table, and we're just talking. It was, wait, wait, wait. I thought that was when, uh, at the conference, when Reed Lessing made his famous uh, no, 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 no. The show was already fully formed. We were, we were huddled. That one was great because we were huddled in a motel room right. at this resort hotel. It's 800 degrees outside. Out in the desert. It is Steaming hot out there, and who, and who says let's wait for the hottest month of the year and have our district pastors conference? Hey, but it's out there. It's cheap, you know. And then these guys go golfing. They do They're in the <laughs> midst of it. It's 115 degrees out, 
And they're out there golfing. And you haul in a trunk load, a literal trunk load of oh, yeah. electronic equipment. Totally that, overdid it. That you don't Way know how to hook top. up. It, it takes us hours to hook it up. You know, all these cables. All, and there's Reed. And Reed's been giving us a talk on his, his Jonah commentary. Right, right. And he's all wound up. You know, Reed, you, you pump him with coffee, and it's just, it, it's unbelievable. The and man so, doesn't even need caffeine. He's no, just no, in naturally fact, wired. He should be kept away from caffeine. So... <laughs> So so Reed's there, and we, we're doing a third microphone, and 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 he's talking about uh, you know the guy, and that's that was one of those early snippets from uh, Brian, is is the shit gods thing, and it, that uh-huh. was just that was just it was a stellar moment. That's that's actually when the when the homeschooler alert was conceived. He, he loves to, as I said, you know, in the first half hour, uh, to have Hebrew prophets uh, name. Uh, idols with such derogatory titles uh, like tohu, as we mentioned in Isaiah. Uh, in, in the book of Ezekiel, see, Ezekiel likes uh, to call these idols gilulim in Hebrew, uh, which on a radio show, I guess I can say would be... Um, We're not subject to FCC <laughs> regulations okay, all right, here. All right. uh, <laughs> Go I mean, for it, Reed. Yeah, Come on, yeah. a free moment. Okay. It's right here. I mean, it's okay. cusses all the okay. time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, okay, they would be shit God. <laughs> oh! That one, that that one, one trail. We're going to hear about that <laughs> one now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I want it on the record right here. Now, I did not say that. Okay. <laughs> Beautifully Reed done. Blessing did. Reed, uh, uh, Reed, you are but, in our Hall of Fame but, but right here. This is what the text says. You're saying in the Bible. This is what it says. Exactly. So if you listeners out there didn't like uh-huh. that take it up with god it's his well, word uh, yeah and right. ezekiel who was inspired to write it we should actually launch another fundraiser so we could hire a detective to find Don. <laughs> where's dawn <laughs> that'd be great but no i'm thinking of the earlier conversation craig where you and i were sitting in a lounge at the hotel oh yeah 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 i don't think it was the same one and i had just given a talk on something it, it had to do with worship this was the notorious liturgy, yeah, worship wars right. conference where everybody's putting on their dog and pony show and i accidentally smoked the place out with incense and that, that's because i made the mistake of putting tim seals in charge of incense and the man has no restraint when it comes to <laughs> holy smoke okay so so he just it, like they're dropping like flies in 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 the thing, and we hadn't even gone through the processional yet, and the place you couldn't see the front of the of the 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 conference room where we're at. But I'd given a, a talk about why liturgical worship and the liturgical tradition is a desirable thing, and I guess I offended somebody. Go figure. And so you and I are talking. Remember this? You and I are talking at, at I at, do, and, and I just made the statement that in our day and age. The person who screams, I'm offended first, wins the debate automatically. <laughs> right. And that hasn't changed in 10 years, no. has it? Okay. No. Nope. So some some guy in our district comes up, and he just inserts himself into our conversation. We're sitting at one of these little circular lounge tables, table for two, very romantic, I might add. And, and, uh, and he just sits down, and he pulls up a chair, and he says, brother, I was offended. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like it was written. And I mean, it's like a script. And you have this great look on your face. You have this look like, where on earth did you pop up from? <laughs> and and he proceeds to co-opt the whole conversation over something I didn't say. Because after all, we we don't we don't hear what's said, we hear what we thought we heard, you know? And 
And so afterward, we, we concocted the scenario. It's like we missed an opportune moment for some true improv comedy here is that we should have I, we should have just halted him and say, brother, do you realize you've interrupted a man's confession? This this brother here, he's 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 distraught in soul. And, and he was confessing to me that he's a flaming homosexual. And you just come walking and then just kind of look, you know, how your eyes get really big. You just kind of give him that kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah, you could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake it back! Does that feel good? Yeah. Exactly. So. <laughs> but we, you know, we didn't, we didn't have our vibe back then. But, but that was kind of the the genesis of the show. Is is we want to do car talk as two pastors talking the way we normally did when we were not going to the sessions we were supposed to be going to right. at a pastors conference. Yeah, and we we did that for years and years and years, and that and that was uh, GW one point and in between time, what do we go through? We, we've gone through almost the entire Book of Concord, I think. We, yeah, uh, I was just looking at that yesterday. We went through the Augsburg Confession, the Catechism. I think we did the Heidelberg Disputation. We did? We, we did. Yeah. No, that's not even in the Confessions. but uh, We did. I think we worked through the formula of Concord, at least in, in topics. Yeah. And I, we, I don't know many shows that are willing to take on the formula of Concord including the so-called third use of the law. You always have to say so-called in front of that because it really wigs people out. <laughs> why Why so-called? Since you're setting it up, why? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Uh, it's because there are so many different understandings ah. of that term. Everybody thinks when you say that and you wiggle your fingers, you know, in the quote-unquote way, but you can't see that because it's a podcast. Everybody thinks that that means you don't actually believe or teach or confess or however you want to say it a third use of the law right what Somehow it means you're weaseling out of it what it means is you are invoking a controverted use of the law a use of the law that we don't agree what it actually is so the reformed and the lutherans and maybe even some others have a, a different conception of what it is and how it applies and whether or not it accuses and kills. So you got to kind of set it off with your finger quotes and your so-calls. But uh, every that's in in some circles that's code language for you know antinomian, which is another cool term. You know, and this is this is a valid uh, th this is something great because when we started the God Whispers, we were considered kind of right wing ultra-conservative, confessional kinds of guys, and our theology has not changed, well, but now we're... Now we're your, your theology hasn't changed. Well, okay, my theology hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm all over the map now. I, I've not only gone off the road, I've flipped over several times. <laughs> and, and now we are considered the liberal antinomians for reasons that... Uh, still astound me. I mean, I, I cannot wrap my head around. That's the nature, I think, of church body politics, no matter where you go. And, and, and here I have to sort of doff the hat, if you will, to the sainted Michael Spencer. Uh, I think you know, he was on the show, one of yes. our third microphones. Yeah. Great, great guy. But he was the kind of guy, and he was, I believe, some, some flavor of Baptist, he, he taught yes. high school yes, at was. some kind yeah. of Baptist high school in Kentucky. Kind of with a few fingers in Anglicanism, if I remember right. Oh, well, but he was one of the most ecumenical Baptists I'd, I'd ever met, and I wrote some stuff for him back in, in the late 90s, early 2000s. He had his liturgical gangsters, so I kind of represented right. the Lutheran yeah. liturgical tradition. But Michael would say the same thing. 
stand still in a church body and and it will move to the right or the left around you so yesterday's conservative is tomorrow's liberal it it, it just all depends where the center of gravity is ain't that the truth and you know it, this this has happened to us many times when you run off one of the wings so if you run off all the so-called liberals on the left there's that word so-called again uh then the whole center of gravity shifts. So the center of the whole church body moves to the left, actually. And so now all of a sudden, uh, you find yourself in a place that you didn't, you, you used to be conservative, now you're liberal because the standard has changed because we've lost the real liberals, so now we have to invent new ones to hate. Right, right. And, and vice versa. You can you can go the other, other direction, too. It's just that that's the direction I think that we've gone. But yeah, we, we used to be sort of, I don't know, misconstrued as a voice for conservatism, and I don't think we really are. I, I, think, I, I think because we would do things like, you know, 32 shows on the Augsburg Confession or something like that. We love the Augsburg Confession. You know, and so I think we kind of picked up that label, which I, I don't know. You, you know, the names remain the same, but the the meaning changes what was <laughs> what was confessional in 1998 is now something different and i don't know so here here's one of the things about the gw is that at some level this was this was partly car talk okay partly two pastors kibitzing without a uh, script as though we were ducking a session at a pastors conference uh, we were also i i think at some level seinfeld it was a show about nothing yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was a very stream of consciousness kind of thing. And down at that level, that, that this sort of meta-narrative, sub-narrative level, uh, we were also a parody. We, we were intentionally trying to be celebrity pastors, but not really. It was a, it was a mockery of the celebrity <laughs> pastor. I Yeah, I, I don't know as I ever really tried to be a celebrity pastor no but but it but it was it was kind of like we've got this show we're selling swag we're doing the whole thing but we recognized there were only about three dozen listeners out there right. and, oh, and it was yeah, sure. it was and it was funny and we knew that but then you know events happen and and things out of your control that what we discovered, and this this was really quite a shock, but we actually became celebrities and and that really stunned me. In, in the small fishbowl of the LCMS. Well, oh, and, and Canada. We're huge in Canada. Absolutely huge. And <laughs> we're huge in Japan. <laughs> I think we're bigger in that's, Canada. That's what every every band always says. Oh, yeah, we're huge in Japan. <laughs> well, speaking of, I think I think that's a kind of another thing. If you look at the evolution of the show, and I use that word advisedly, so-called evolution, is, is that we're kind of the spinal tap of Christian broadcasting, wouldn't you say? This goes to 11. <laughs> no, not not volume, although we are oh. loud, but identity. We don't know who we are or what ah. we're or what we're you know how Spinal Tap goes across the country and they keep morphing their genre. So well, Yeah, we've we've kind of had the where are they now uh event like Spinal Tap did, you know. It, exactly. There there was a song from when they were young and it was kind of poppy and everything and, and now they're a heavy metal band and yeah, and and we we just don't know. We're we're at that we're at that phase now in the GW uh, evolution where we're playing VFW halls and school gymnasiums, <laughs> and and we we're not really sure what went wrong or or how we got there. But but see, part of the problem is I think we began to believe our own mythology, which is that that is 
that is death to all good living as parody. Life as parody just falls apart if you start to believe your own myth. And look, I'm not going to name names, Craig, but um, we've seen this with a lot of our compatriots. Yeah, that's true. Isn't it true? I mean, some of these other, some of the other guys who have been in the potosphere with us, but you our know, fellow I, podcasters, they took themselves too seriously. Yeah, I kind of live by the creed of life is too ridiculous to take it so seriously all the time. It is, and it's this kind just of too silly. This kind of moves into GW 2.0 the second generation, and that's our corporate days. And I, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I really don't want to bring it up, Craig, but I, I know yeah. this is painful, but yeah, the, the corporate days. we became so famous that, that you, you drew attention as, as, a, as a media person, and, and you were hired in, in media, and GW went, actually went on the airwaves. We were on AM radio. Yeah, yeah, we were. And um, I don't know what we were thinking, Craig, I'm, yeah, well, it, the restrictions got us. Really, we we couldn't be. It's who our we tethered are. and muzzled face. Yes, yes. Yeah. The you know, I, I whenever I see a dog at the beach, on a muzzle and a yeah. short leash, I always think of GW. That, that was and Rufus. Really, how's Rufus? By the way, yeah, uh, Rufus is. Uh, he's slowly on his way out. How old is he's he? Not doing so well. He's only 11 and a half, but he's got Cushing's disease, brain tumor. Oh, so. sorry to hear that. Yeah, he walks in clockwise circles all the time. So he now when he that. does that, I will, tell, uh, I, I will tell Alexa to put on Pop Goes the Weasel. And as he walks around the coffee table, we hear the May as well get some humor out of it. Does he still chase Mexican gardeners or are those no, days over? No, you know, I, I think a cat could walk in the house and he might not even He'd recognize what's going on. Kind of look up dimly. He's really kind of gotten senile. It's really oh, sad. I'm sorry. It, it I love that dog. That that was a yeah, good dog. He's it's a good all dog. It happened in like the last six months. And oh. it just boom all of a sudden. So yeah, our our producer. We're we're gonna have to find a new producer pretty soon, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes the show does outlive the producer, and yeah, and so, true. so the the corporate phase. We tried, we tried, but but I I think that the GW shoe just did not fit the corporate foot, or vice versa. Let me turn that around. The GW foot did not fit the corporate shoe. Hmm? The, these were our Billy Idol. Years, yeah, where we sold out, we went pop. You know, before Billy Idol went solo, he was in a band called Generation X, which was a fantastic punk band, and they were edgy and they were cool. And then Billy Idol sold out, and so that that was kind of our sellout years. You know, we went pop, and uh, we and, we lost our teeth. And and I I think, and I just beg, I'm begging that our 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 loyal listeners understand that. When you believe your own myth, this is what happens. So let yeah. this be a, let this be a lesson to all of us. I say. Yes. Uh, now that gave rise to, well, you got fired twice, and which is really, I, I, I mean, my hat's off to you. That that is an accomplishment. And uh, um, I, you know, in in radio, there's a saying: be careful whose ass you kick today, because you're going to have to kiss it tomorrow. Oh, they say because that these these things are just. You know, they're cyclical where, you know, the guy gets canned and he comes back as your boss. You know, I've noticed that. <laughs> I, I, I've noticed that because I have like favorite talk radio people uh, uh -huh. in, in, in Southern California where talk radio is really big. And you notice that it's like NFL coaches. 
Oh yeah. They get fired and then all of a sudden they pop up somewhere else and they're at it again and and often in a higher position than what they got fired from. Well, and, and then so 5 years later thing. they're back at the original station and now they're the the program director. Or it's it's like yeah. it's like pastors and congregations. <laughs> you know. So actually to to correct you, I only got canned once. Oh, okay. I'm, because I took a a different direction in my career path into missions. Always a modern mission. So you're really recovering some of your your contemporary Christian music past in that. One could say that. I don't know if one could say that accurately, but one could say that, yes. Without the guitar. (laughs) Now, Now, this gave rise, as I was looking at the canon of GW episodes, uh, it gave rise to what the historians are now calling uh, GW 3.0, the third phase. And this this is the abbreviated phase, the shortened phase. The the This is the God Whisperers experiencing shrinkage. Yes, yeah. And so oh, we went wow. to a 30-minute format, and we tried our best whenever we could get together. You were out roaming the country, trolling for dollars, Speaking to church after church after church, yes. And, and you had this great presentation. I, you came to our congregation. People loved it. You did it. You did it for our circuit, and, and uh, you, were, you were just a road show. I tell you, I, uh, over 150 churches I went to. Vast network. And Dude. and uh, and so we we did some some recording when we could when when your right. busy travel schedule that included trips to Hawaii when when uh, when you're on your way to Hawaii and back from coming through L.A. you stop by the studios and and we'd record some and but it just didn't have it didn't have the sparkle the zest the uh, it the spice you this know? this was a difficult time in my life after which I had to go uh, find myself in an ashram in Hawaii for a few months. And um, I had to go so we get call in touch with the inner Craig. Yeah, well, that that's our detox period. Yeah, yeah. So so we've been on sabbatical for the last year and a half, healing. It's been a healing time for us. Now, in in the interim, of course, you continue another podcast. Uh, this what it's like this watered down gospel. What's the name of it? it it's two hundred proof. Oh, gospel. sorry, right. <laughs> wrong wrong name. And uh, and and I've got this this project with our our good friend Ted Geese, uh, yeah, where we just waste our Ted life movies? watching movies. You know, yeah. that's that's because uh, I'm getting I'm just getting set for the '60s and the '70s, where you just kind of sit in an easy chair and just watch television. Well, you, you've been a no- notorious non-movie watcher for years, though. So oh, this is this yeah. is really interesting to to see this, and especially you know I'm sitting there imagining Bill Swirla watching Goonies. The Goonies, first time. The, the first time. It comes out in 1985, and right. I see it in 2018. Yes. And I love it. This it's, is It's like a classic by now, you know. I immediately get all weepy and relive my childhood. It's just, it's just <laughs> awesome. Even though, you know, the 1980s, I was, this is my postgraduate school period. Well, but, but everybody yeah. relates to a kid adventure, don't they? Sure, sure. So, but, but that's fun, but... It's just not it's not the GW where we just hammer away at all kinds of things. So with that, I think that kind of catches us up. This is yeah. this is where we are. And uh, we are now uh, GW 4.0, uh, the classic edition. We're reloaded. Un- unt- reloaded. Untethered. And, uh, I'm reloaded on the Kirk and Sweeney rum right now. <laughs> <laughs> untethered, unmuzzled, uh, a little older, a little wiser. Uh, not nearly so conservative as we used to be. 
Um, Maybe we should s- seek a sponsorship by an alcohol company. Well, we tried Gold Bond, and that yeah, that fell through. Yeah, they wouldn't even send us T-shirts. I'm still angry with that. Speaking them. of, uh, do you have any interest whatsoever in going to the the mailbag and to or to Skype? Oh yeah. Well, yeah, why, by all means, let's go to the mailbag. The mailbag. The God Whispers mailbag, brought to you by nobody. Send us money. You can sponsor us. All right. New policy of the mailbag. We don't even mention initials, much less names. Dear Manly Doctors, I love Jesus, but I really hate Lutherans. Should I get a new denomination, repent, or just log off of Facebook? (laughs) I'm going to go with log off of Facebook. I think logging off of Facebook is just like the best idea I can imagine because, uh, first of all, you'll never see anything that represents the truth on Facebook. I probably spend on average, or let me rephrase that, waste on average two hours a day on Facebook. Yeah, I'm not going to go there, but and I, I like Facebook. I need to reclaim my life. Yeah, I, I think we all do at some level. I, I like I like Facebook. Uh, it just as a way to kind of you know touch base with people you don't see. And but I would not get my religion from Facebook. No. And and it seems that social media in general tends to draw the really strange personalities. And I'm not surprised that our current president's a Twitter fanatic because he's 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 out there. He's he's off the reservation. He's a personality, all right. Yeah, but but I don't think so. I would I would not hold the behavior of Lutherans on Facebook against Lutheran the confession. No. We we've said this many times that the problem with the internet is other people become binary dots and and uh, dashes. Yeah. And you're no longer speaking to human beings. A lot of these people will say things on Facebook that are so hurtful and so ugly and if they looked you in the face they wouldn't dare say that to you face to face. Well, and, and I'm I'm convinced that's a huge issue. In a sort of a Marshall McLuhan way that the medium is the message that that I think because the because it's a binary medium you know, it's a digital medium of ones yeah. and zeros. It tends to impart a sort of a binary mentality on the people who participate. So everything is right and wrong, black and white, this and that. Uh, good guys, bad guys. And and so no matter what you do, all you do is you find your camp and you signal it. That's 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 all that's right. going on. And it's not a really nuanced conversation. Them, yeah, as, as of lately, we've seen people declaring themselves to be great victims of this, that, or the other thing. You know, looking for some sympathy, support, or or whatever, and uh, you know, it's, if if you look at my Facebook page, I post something religious about once every other month. It's mostly kittens, uh, tiki beverages, a lot of and, tiki. Uh, late, lately, it's been album covers. So yes, you know, you, you're just not going to get a lot of content from my Facebook page anymore. I, I used to think that you could actually reason with people on Facebook. Impossible. Well, you know, you know, with the recent dust up with Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg before Congress and all this thing about uh, Cambridge Analytica and the use of uh, Facebook data and personal information in campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> as if the Trump campaign was the first one to do that. Uh, I, I, I heard a guy, he's an insider political commentator, who said something to the effect that Hillary's mistake was she trusted that data too much. 
Mm. And that kind of led me to think, you know, it's really dumb to even trust Facebook data. If you if you took my personal data on Facebook, half of it isn't true. Sure. I just, I just load it with all kinds of nonsense because, you know, who needs that? Facebook, no, don't you just log off of Facebook. New denomination, well, okay, you know, greener grass. Um, I, I know a lot of people who are X something else. Right. And they'll tell you, gosh, you think you guys are weird? Uh, you should have been in my old church body. <laughs> so <laughs> I think you know, I think we know the truth about that, don't we? I often talk about my cousin who traveled the world looking for a better place to live. He went to Taipei. He went, he went all sorts of places. And he came back to America. He said, this place stinks, but it's better than everywhere else. <laughs> and, it, and it's kind of, you know, unfortunately, your church and your church body may well be something that really sucks, but it sucks less than others. It's like family. Yeah. You know, you look around family, your 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 Christmas, your Thanksgiving, you know, and you got your drunk uncle being obnoxious and you got all these people and you think, man, I wouldn't have picked these people, but this is this is my tribe. This this I was born into this and and uh I kind of feel that way about about the LCMS and 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 Lutheranism is uh, you know, this is the church that baptized me and catechized me and yeah, it's wacky and and there's all kinds of goofy things about it, but I know there's no, you know, all, all every family is dysfunctional, every denomination is dysfunctional, and and so this is this is my tribe, and you know if they kick me out, that's another thing, but no, and uh, repent, yeah, you should repent of hating anybody. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> it's always good if you love Jesus, you gotta love his disciples as goofy as they are. I always think about those those the original twelve. What a mess that was. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. who, who in their right minds puts together tax collectors, fishermen, a zealot, uh, and, and who knows what else in, into the mix? I, I'm surprised that they didn't regularly come to blows, or did they, and wasn't it just recorded or something? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, you, you see on Facebook all the time people who go off the rails, and, and uh, when I get on Facebook, I just say this. I've not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> and I go on from there. <laughs> Here's another one. Manly doctors. This sounds terrible, but my pastor's preaching isn't very solid. It's pretty Uh-oh. bad, to be honest. How do I talk to him about this or bring this up? How can I get him to get focused on Jesus? Hmm. Is this, this is, is this one of your flock? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hey, I learned, uh, I learned everything I know from you, Bill. Oh, um, there you go. You did. You did a summer vicarage with me. I know. Um, you know, there was one time where there was a, a vicar uh, at a church in Missouri that I was visiting just to sit in the pews, and, uh, and there was a vicar who was a part-time vicar at a local uh, RSO kind of ministry, and then he was part-time at another congregation, and he was there to plug his ministry. And he really gave this, this sermon about how God wants you to give to others and how God wants you to, to um, you know, serve him. And it, it was all this, like, pure law, open your wallet kind of stuff. And after the service, I walked up to him and I said, you know, this, this may be the last Sunday that I'm ever around, and I came here to hear about how Jesus died for me, and I didn't. Oh, and harsh, said, convicting. As a vicar, when you preach... You need to let us sinners know that we're redeemed. He was convicted in soul. That's why I'm here. And his eyes got very wide, and he's like, I'm sorry, do you have a disease? I said, no, I just don't know when I might drive off the road and die or, or truck hit me or have a heart attack. And, and so every week I need 
Christ and him crucified for me, or you're not doing it right. And, uh, you know, he, he received the chastisement, but maybe it requires one of these come to Jesus moments with your pastor where you simply say, I need to know that Christ died for my sins every week because otherwise there's no reason to really not just watch it on TV. I'll, I'll tell you one way not to do it is don't come to him and say, you know, a lot of people are saying. No. <laughs> that's that's when I immediately just turn off my ears. Yeah, right. As, because, as a pastor. Because after that, as, as a called and ordained servant of the word, what you hear after you hear some people are saying or a lot of people are saying is you hear that sound, you know, in the Peanuts uh, movies, yeah, wah, wah, yeah right, wah, 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 wah. right. Where teachers right. are talking, that's exactly that's what you hear when you're a pastor and somebody says a lot of people are saying. Uh, I I think there's a there's a there's a actually a possibility for really really good conversation if you approach it right. I, I think yes. all, I think all these things are an opportunity for a great conversation. Uh, one way, the, the way you describe is is that we, we come with a very specific need to church, and we need to hear Jesus. We need to hear forgiveness of sins. We need to be lifted up out of the mundane crap of the world, and we need to be have our eyes refocused on Christ and Him crucified. And I think if you express it as a personal need, this is what I need. Uh, I think that that puts the conversation on a much more pastoral plane than if you accuse a, a preacher of, you don't preach Jesus enough, or all you do is you, pre, you tell stories, and your stories aren't funny, and, and this kind of stuff. That It just puts people on defensive. And well, you, yeah, you, and you the other understand. thing is, I, I approach the vicar as a pastor, you know, also. So, ah, yeah, yeah. So, you so, know, so that's, Listen, uh, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it fun to do that? The older you get, the more you can do that. Ah, you youngsters. But I think people have to also understand this, the the personal side of being a pastor, too, is that when you get up in the pulpit, and if I, I often wish that I, I wish every layman would have a chance to preach for a couple of weeks just to, to know what that's like, but you're hanging everything of your faith life, your spiritual life out there. And you, you, you have almost like on one shoulder, you have the devil whispering in your ear, and you have your conscience spinning like mad, saying, you know, you're a hypocrite, you're an idiot, you, you, you know, physician, heal yourself, that kind of thing. There's all sure. kinds of things going on, because this, this is spiritual warfare up there. And so I think before you say anything to your pastor about anything, um, a little bit of sympathy and compassion for what it is to represent Christ to the church and to be given the privilege and the burden of preaching God's word to his people. It, it's not an easy thing to do week in and week out. It's, it's not just simply, well, I guess it is for some. You just go to the internet and copy somebody's sermon. But, but uh, if, you, if you give any thought to it, and, and you're connecting the people that are sitting there with this, these readings— and and you're trying to give them something of Jesus that that they can take home and and apply in their lives, so it, it's it's not an easy experience to to preach. And so if you approach it that way, I think you have a basis for much better conversation. Sure, sure. You want to try a Skype call? Sure. I, uh, some friends calling us to wish us well. I hope. Yeah, we've got two. Let's uh, first one short. So here we go. 
God Whisperers, this is Mark. Welcome back. Let the mayhem ensue and always keep it disturbing and compelling. Bye-bye. Oh, we'll try. Thank you. That, I, I love the enthusiasm in that call. He, he's just like, he's, he's, he's beyond himself with excitement. Now, the second one, I'm not sure, but I think it's Rudy, but uh, I'm not positive. So let's, let's go to that one. Mm. Hi, this is Rudy. There are no words to Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So I, I think we received a nice butt dial from basically what we got. <laughs> a, a butt dial from Canada. That that was yes. that was that was touching. I, I and I think that kind of represents GW Nation in so many ways. More or less, yeah. Apparently, uh, he got to the Kirk and Sweeney before I did. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think he likes red breast rye. Actually, uh, that's that's the Canadians like their rye whiskey. Rye oh, yeah. being about the only grain. Yeah. Well, they can grow some wheat, but rye being a prolific grain in, in Canada. And it's quite good, actually. I've cultivated a taste for rye. So, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Okay, this is from the program The Point with Anna Kasparian. Oh. The Manor is a strip club in Ontario, and just this past Easter, they Canada. started having church services there. It turns out that uh, religious leaders wanted to bring religion to those that might feel a little uncomfortable going to an actual church. Now, some think that this is a little controversial, but let's see what our panelists think. Jen, make your point. I think that a lot of the people that are in strip clubs tend to be lonely and seeking companionship and yes. connection to other people, even <laughs> if it's just think? not sexual. So yeah. why would you not have a church? Why would you not have some form of spirituality or God or something to connect to people that are clearly looking for some connection to something? I think it's a great idea and I think understands the whole purpose of a church. Andy, make your point. 100% agree. And I think that, actually, this should be celebrated as a, an efficiency innovation. It's efficiency like the laundry innovation. and Taco Hut. You know, it's a, a one-stop shop. They should have, like, an area where you can whoa, get, like, whoa, a kale smoothie whoa, 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 also whoa, whoa. and maybe, one, like, plug in your phone. I mean, Wait a minute. One-stop shop? So what, you can, you can get your strippers and religion in the same place? Is that oh, what he's saying? Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. I'm thinking lap dance and Jesus all at the oh same time is what goodness. he's getting at here. Only in I'm, Canada. Yeah. Shall we continue? Please. I mean, it's genius. That sounds like, like Equinox repent. in West Hollywood. Well, yeah. Well, it's, and then, you know, obviously with like a, a strip club inside. So, right. yeah, not a problem. Sounds by, like Equinox you know. in West Hollywood. Yeah, uh, you said that already. Well, the point that yeah. I would make is yeah. that I am totally in favor of religious leaders that are open-minded enough to go to a strip club and do their services there. As long as there are, they're not forcing people to believe something and it's completely voluntary for people to attend, absolutely, have at it. The more oh, open-minded you uh, are, you the go. better. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, see, yeah, I love this because strip club, no problem. Naked women, oh, not an issue. And this is coming from a woman, no less. But, <laughs> but, but let's let's be sure. Let's be very clear. We're not imposing our beliefs on anybody. <laughs> Exploitation so, of women, not an issue. <laughs> when was the last time you were rounded up at gunpoint and forced into a strip club to hear about Jesus <laughs> or a church? <laughs> that too. <laughs> are, are, are we that hard up for meeting places that we have to go to strip? clubs now but. um 
this is all so amazingly relevant and contemporary and and just here. Let's, this is let's a great panel. Who, who's this panel? This is uh, the the show is the point with Anna Kasparian. Okay. And the panel. Let me see under the show notes here. Um, guess Andy Reismer, host of Dweebcast on Aura TV, and Jen Hoffman, who is a media strategist. Beautiful, beautiful. So, kind, kind of, I, I would call these the sons and daughters of the God Whispers. You know, we were the pioneers, <laughs> and this is where it's gone. This is why we're back, by the way, because, you know, it's deteriorated to this. So, Life has gotten so ridiculous inside and outside of the Lutheran Church. Strip club. We had to come back. Have you ever been in a strip club, Craig? I can neither conform, confirm nor uh, deny <laughs> that uh, I have or have not I, I can say this in all honesty. I have been many places. I have done many things, some of them very regrettable. I have never been in a strip club. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Here we go. Now, the big question is, what's the worst sin you've ever committed? Oh, oh God. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Did, did she just ask what I think she asked? What is the worst sin that you've ever committed? Oh, no. Bill, what's the worst sin you ever committed? <laughs> we are so not going there. This is not the with, confessional, Craig. I'm going to go with idolatry. Idolatry is sin. very, very bad. Yeah, first commandment, I'm going with that one. I'm, yeah, I'm going, I'm going with the catch-all of idolater through and through i have not feared loved, nor trusted in god above all things and will leave the details between me and god alone <laughs> oh my goodness Let's, what, what does he do how does how on earth do you respond to that question all right we're gonna find out right now yeah i don't know i've tried to live a really a really sinless life oh that my, sounds boring my 16 <laughs> years sounds, sounds boring aging <laughs> Um, God, I don't know. Uh, one time when I was a kid, we used to, uh, I told the story a couple times on my show. God, um, I don't know. We used to play video games, obviously, as you do as a child. And, uh, my, my, um, cousin was really good at, uh, Super Mario 64, and I could never beat him, so I used to, uh, surreptitiously unplug his controller. <gasps> and, uh, and, and, I'm and he shocked. wouldn't know about it. I'm totally... I, I don't even know where to go with he that. He unplugged uh, that. his mean, controller. It, how old is this guy? This is like in all of these things I've kept since my youth moment. I, but I try to lead a sinless life. I've not yet begun to defile myself. <laughs> That's more like it. <laughs> Has he never been to Tijuana? You know, I mean, come on. Um, I'm going to go with the greater sin here in the lie that we just heard. But uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let's move on. So that's probably the worst thing, at least that I will admit to. No, the there you that, go. Uh, that, that I've done. Jen, ah. I mean, I think it's somehow it. a mix of all the seven deadly. Sorry. Wait, no, I want to hear what she says. Oh, okay. Let me. I'm strangely a compelled. I think it's somehow a mix of all the seven deadly sins in there. there if there's not a certain amount of like pride Own or it. greed or sloth or something, I feel like you're all always fighting with those things and moving through them. So I can't sit here and think. There's nothing that popped in my head like, oh God, Liar. that murder. That was really bad. That was <laughs> that a sin. Was bad, <laughs> right. So I'm not. There's nothing that. like that. But it's just a kind of constant human battle with. Uh, am I being too narcissistic in, in committing that type of sin? Am I coveting what other people want? Is that greedy? So I mean, I don't think there's any one like major sin. But I think that you know we all kind of live if you believe in sin yeah live in some sort of gray area with those Absolutely. there you go so I, don't, I definitely don't believe in sin as long as you're not harming others i don't think that well there was that time in ibiza that i don't believe uh, in it sin be 
As long as you're not harming others. Okay. No, that's true. I, that's uh, true for her. So, you know, what about the first? What about the first table of the law? Well, you're assuming that she cares about that. Hey, if this is the panel that's just, that's debating whether you can have church in a strip club, I bet you that's the same chick though that's worried about not imposing your beliefs on anybody. Yeah. Else. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. But yes. doesn't care about the exploitation of women in the strip club. Yeah, so, I, I noticed. Well, there is no sin, so that's not. They're not. The professionals. Exploited. They're professionals. That's right. They're professionals. This is their chosen profession. They they are entertainers. Well, uh, I, I they think... are highly trained dancers. As long as you're not harming others, I don't think that it should be considered a sin. So the only time I could think of where I actually harmed an, another person was uh, when I would steal my brother's mac and cheese every time I asked oh, him to go yeah. get me a drink from the Shocking. fridge. Like we both loved mac and cheese growing up. This is the cheesiest story, literally. literally. Shocking. All right, you know what? We don't have to listen. I to am. I'm, I'm. 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 I'm shocked at this point. I have nothing further to say. You, you know what I'm really sad about is uh, I didn't think enough. Attention. The following Previous. segment contains segment. a homeschooler alert. Atten- Better late yeah. than never. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, your favorite podcast feed, especially iTunes and all the others. We're on all of them. By the way, only the most recent 50 episodes are on there because our feed was so bloated, nobody wanted it any longer. Uh, the full archives available at godwhispers.org. That's better than .com, which is a redirect and may screw up your browser. So go with godwhispers.org. You can email us at godwhispers at gmail.com. And please leave a coherent message at Skype, our Skype line at 626-593-7713, which stands for Craig... Manly Doctors 13. All right. That concludes our episode for today. Keep on listening. Thank you for supporting. We look forward to getting together again. Adios, you chicken-plucking little stinker!